Hi, welcome to AM Solar's third podcast, Mobile Solar with AM Solar. I'm Garrett Town, your host today, and I've got the man with the mullet, Mitch, and Cody with a reasonable haircut. And we're here to talk about uh, 12 volt, 24 volt, and 48 volt systems why you would want to choose one over the other. Here at AM Solar, probably 95% of what we do is 12-volt systems, and we strongly encourage people to go with 12-volt systems for a number of reasons that I'll lay out here. A 12-volt system is plenty capable of powering 15,000 BTU air conditioner when you have lithium batteries and a multi-plus 3,000 inverter charger. When you have a 12-volt system and you want to expand your lithium battery bank by adding more batteries, you can do it one battery at a time. You don't have to buy pairs of batteries like you would if you had a 24-volt system or four batteries at a time if you had a 48-volt system. Another advantage of 12-volt system is you can have all your solar panels in parallel, which improves how they handle in partial shade conditions. If you had a 24-volt system, you would have to get higher voltage panels or you would have to do series pairs with your solar panels. And um, that's not as easy to set up. It doesn't work in partial shade as well. Alternator charging is much more simple with a 12-volt system because most alternators work with 12-volt starter batteries. So drawing off of that to power a 12-volt house battery is very easy. DC distribution is nice with 12-volt systems because you don't need to step down a higher voltage to run things like LEDs or phone chargers or simple loads like that. But let's talk about some reasons why someone might want to go with a 24-volt system. When do we decide it's time to bump you up to a 24-volt system? Yeah, that's a great question. Generally speaking, the cost of going to a 24-volt doesn't really even out unless you're going with a much bigger inverter system like a Quattro and you want the ability to run more than one air conditioner at a time. Um, at that point, the efficiency, the temperature, the smaller size cabling makes much more sense to go 24 volt with the Quattro. And, and that's generally where it starts. Of course, you have to address all the other subsystem changes, modifying your 12 volts to 24 volts and modifying your alternator charging to 24 volts. The solar is probably the easiest thing to adapt. It's just a matter of how you reconfigure the array and sizing your controller appropriately. So if anybody needs more than 3,000 volt amps of AC inverter capacity, then we usually bump them up to a Quattro 24-5,000 inverter. When you're doing alternator charging uh, on a 24-volt system, you have to use probably, my, my favorite is um, Orion, Victron Orion's, the uh, 12-24-15 amp um, isolated or non-isolated Orion's. Um, sometimes you can use a buck boost. Sometimes you just leave off alternator charging altogether. If you've got a 24 volt system on a trailer or fifth wheel, um, yeah, usually I tell people the cost savings of smaller cable that you can get away with in a 24 volt system does not offset the added complexity and uh, added costs of components involved with alternator charging and DC distribution. And Mitch, you had something you wanted to add? Yeah, uh, I was just going to say that um, solar is actually uh, uh, benefits from going with higher voltage because you can actually double from when you go from 12 to 24 volts on the batteries, you can double the potential solar size with the same size solar charge controller. 
Um, and the same thing is to be said about the, uh, you know, the wire sizing. You can basically um, double the inverter's capacity with uh, the same wire gauge. And um, one of the reasons that when you get to 3,000, uh, above 3,000 watts and you want to get, uh, or excuse me, volt amps, um, and you want to get like the Quattro 5000, um, you have to go with a 24 volt system, or at least it's highly recommended, is because they do make a 12 volt Quattro, but it requires two sets of 4 out wires running to it. And that's just a lot of copper. It's a lot of money, and it's also a lot of weight in the system. Um, not to mention that the conversion, yeah, exactly, Cody, it's a lot of heat that's generated from that system. And uh, that's the main reason uh, that we don't recommend it. Even if you do all the work to install the system, then a lot of heat is going to be generated from the conversion. And uh, in RVs, you know, you have limited space for that heat to be dissipated. Yeah, I tell customers that a uh, 5,000 volt amp inverter on 12 volt can be done. We've done it a few times, but it's not a very elegant system with the dual runs of 4 odd. You have to get a specialized switch that can handle the higher current, and you have to get a special type of fuse that can handle that, which is a little bit different than our standard kits. And just to reiterate what you were saying about we use a higher voltage system like a 24 volt or a 48 volt you can get away with a cheaper charge controller uh, let me put some math and numbers behind that power equals uh volts times amps so power is watts and then volts and amps so if you have a 1400 watt solar array and a 12 volt system 1400 divided by 12 gives you a roughly 100 amp charge controller. If you used a 24 volt system, you could do 100 amps times 24 volts, and that gets you roughly a 2800 watt system. So when you double the voltage, you could use a charge controller with half the current rating as you would normally use on a 12 volt system. Yeah, exactly. That's really good to point out. And a good segue to talk about the biggest limitations in these conversions usually comes down to a few key factors. The main one is space and whether or not one can actually fit uh, you know, a large array on their RV or if they need to design for a, a portable system that's high wattage, high voltage, which we've done. The other big factor is budget. You can fit the system, it's one thing, but to afford such a large system is, is another thing. We have done some of these systems and we have included really large uh, wattage arrays for the PV. We've also done high alternator car current charging systems um, and that's come in a multitude of designs that could be a non-isolated system in an RV with a chassis alternator or it could be in a tow vehicle application. Usually those modifications and the complexities are very labor intensive, particularly with the high current alternator charging on trailers. Or another option is uh, secondary alternator charging on vans. And that's a very popular way to go for the van industry. Let's talk about 48 volt systems. These are something that aren't really mainstream right now, but perhaps in the future with the advent of some new technology, they might be more viable. Mitch, can you tell us what you know about 48 volt systems? Yeah, so 48 volts really hasn't been something we've looked too hard at yet, mainly because there really isn't support for 12 volt conversion. You can get a 48 volt secondary alternator and you can actually now get a converter that will take your 12 volt alternator and produce 48 volts. but one of the hardest things is um, locating components that are going to allow you to supply the 12 volt loads directly from the 48 volt batteries. So um, there's a company called Wakespeed that is working on some of this technology, and I've been working with them a little bit, and um, not as much as I'd like to just because we've been so busy. 
but they're in the development stages of a pretty pretty interesting product, which is going to be able to, or is able to, convert energy from 12 to 48 volts, or and 48 volts back to 12 volts. So it's a bi-directional DC to DC converter that can handle up to 3,000 watts. So um, products like that are going to really bring 48 volts into the main industry. But the, the benefits of 48 volts is, uh, of course, you're reducing the wire size even further, um, thus allowing larger uh, power systems. So you can have a larger inverter built into the system, even as large as 10,000 watts or VA, um, which you know, otherwise basically the largest inverter we can install at 24 volts is going to be 5,000 VA. Um, you can install two of them, but um, the 48 volts is just going to allow for a much simpler design, higher powered system. Um, I'm trying to think of main benefits. The, the alternator charging would allow you to have a much higher current. I forget what the exact watt value is, but I think you may be able to get like 6,000 watts. And that's pretty, I think that's an accurate value from um, Nation's new 48 volts alternator. I don't know how new it is, but they've had it out for maybe a year or so now. But I'm pretty sure that uses a Balmar uh, regulator. But that's a pretty impressive alternator. So allowing um, uh, 48 volts is going to allow a lot more powerful alternator charging systems and of course like you said you can reduce the solar charger even further but um you know the main thing is meeting the demands for the customer and in the rv applications 5000 watt or va inverter is really large um, i mean you can run two or even three air conditioners off of that in some cases and you're going to suck your batteries down so fast so Putting the energy back into the system is really important, and we always want to look at the whole system and ensure that you can replenish the energy you're using. So the roof space on an RV is somewhat limited, and I think typically the maximum we can fit is around 2,000. If you try really hard, you can fit maybe up to 3,000 watts. But you know, if you're going to get a, a larger inverter and let's say you know a really large 48 volt system, you may struggle to put energy back into the system unless you're using an alternator or a generator. Um, so there's a, a lot of little reasons that we kind of haven't gone that far yet. And the main one is just the, the scalability. RVs typically tap out of that 5,000 VA inverter and 24 volts fits that very well. Manufacturers of RVs are starting to introduce these high voltage systems from the factory with proprietary converters and high powered secondary alternators, which really by design become the primary charging source. There's just not a realistic real estate to put an array, a PV array, large enough to keep up. And they're doing some pretty cool stuff out there with auto engine start, the Volt alternators, or, and it's it's going to change things for sure. And Zamp has shown that they can make us a single solar panel that's capable of charging a 48-volt battery. We have a prototype of that. So uh, I think it's something to keep an eye on. Maybe in five years, the market will head in that direction.